Welcome to The Common Rounds. Medical education for medical students by medical students. Hi everyone, my name's Bill and today we're going to be talking about uh, the histology of the heart and some of the different layers um, that you'll come across while, while you're studying medicine. So what we'll start off with is, is just to make sure that you guys are aware that the heart is a tubular vessel. Um, and with that tubular vessel, it's sort of a lot like arteries in that it's got different layers to it. So a couple of the different layers, or the, sorry, the different layers of the heart um, are the pericardium, myocardium, and the endocardium. So those are the three distinct layers that we'll be talking about. Um, and we're going to start with the most superficial layer, which is the pericardium. Now the pericardium actually has three different layers. The most superficial of those is a fibrous pericardium. And that's made out of lots of collagen fibers with a small amount of elastin fibers. And this just helps to form a sealed sac that separates the heart from the other viscera of the thoracic cavity, such as the lungs, um, the thymus, and any of the other vessels and nerves that run through there. Once you come inside the fibrous pericardium, you then come to a layer known as the serous pericardium. And the serous pericardium itself has two distinct layers, and those are called a parietal layer and a visceral layer. Now the parietal layer is the most superficial of those, and it sits right up against the fibrous pericardium. The parietal pericardium um, also contains collagen fibers, and there is also the visceral pericardium, which lines the, the heart itself. So the, the visceral pericardium is also known as the epicardium, which lies directly outside the myocardium, which we'll come to in a second. But first I'd just like to talk you through um, some of the different cell types of the visceral pericardium. So just think visceral organ, it has to line the heart. The visceral pericardium contains mesothelial cells that secrete a serous fluid. Now a mesothelial cell is just a specialized squamous cell that secretes a watery-like fluid. And this watery-like fluid sits in a space between the visceral and parietal pericardium, known as the pericardial space. And if, for example, um, you have a pathology where you're producing too much of this fluid, you can end up with a pericardial effusion or blood can leak into here and cause a condition called cardiac tamponade. And if too much of this fluid collects, um, it can end up compressing on the heart itself, which is quite bad. The serous pericardium is also synonymous with and transitions into the adventitia of the great vessels. So the, the vessels that I'm talking about, um, if you go back to the anatomy podcast I took you through, are the ascending thoracic aorta, the pulmonary trunk, the superior vena cava, inferior vena cava, and also the um, pulmonary art, uh, pulmonary veins. Um, so that's all for the pericardial layer. The myocardium um, itself contains two distinct types of cells, uh, the first of which are cardiac myocytes, and the second of which are the conduction system. So we'll talk through cardiac myocytes first. Cardiac myocytes are long bifid cells, which means that they start with one long part to the cell but then split into two distinct parts. And these cells are lined side by side up and down the heart. They're connected longitudinally, so at each end, um, by intercalated discs. And these intercalated discs are non-contractile components of the heart that actually allow all of the myocytes to contract simultaneously. And these intercalated discs also contain a couple of different types um, of cell junctions. So they contain tight junctions, desmosomes, and gap junctions. And each of those helps to contribute to increase or contributes to allowing the heart to contract. And while we're talking about those, I think it might also be useful to talk through the different types of cell connections. The, if we run from the most superficial aspect of a cell um, right down to the basement membrane, the very first 
cell junction that you'll come to are known as tight junctions. And tight junctions are also called um, zonular occludens. And they essentially stop any paracellular movement of any substances getting from the lumen um, past that and into the body. Just below the tight junctions, um, there are zonular adherens, which are also known as adherence junctions. And again, those just help to limit some paracellular movement whilst also maintaining cell integrity. Underneath those is the macular adherence or the desmosomes. And these ones are quite important because they're really strong connections that help to anchor cells side by side to each other. Coming a little bit further down, we then have the gap junctions. And gap junctions are the ones that allow for electrophysiological stimulation of cells. And they do that through um, these little ion channels called connexons that essentially just connect the cytoplasm of one cell to the cytoplasm of the cell next to it so that you get fast spreading of an action potential um, through those cells. Um, in the case of the heart, that's really important because you want all of the cells to contract at just about the same time um, to ensure maximum efficiency. Underneath gap junctions and connecting the cell to the basement membrane beneath it um, are hemidesmosomes, which are quite similar to desmosomes in that they're very strong cellular um, adhesions that help to anchor the cell down to a surface. You won't find hemidesmosomes in the heart just because there are no basement membranes, but as, as I said before, what you will find are gap junctions, tight junctions, and desmosomes. Going back to cardiac myocytes, um, they also contain central nuclei, but there are only ever one or two nuclei per um, cardiac myocyte. If you compare this to, say, skeletal muscle, there can be up to six or seven peripherally placed nuclei. Also, with the myocardium, there are penetrating blood vessels, and these blood vessels help to supply the myocardium itself. Um, so you might find these on a histological slide, just as little red cells penetrating through throughout the muscle. The other type of cell that we were talking about were conduction cells. We'll talk about the conduction system in a, in a separate podcast, but for now I just want you to know that um, there are conduction cells existing within the heart. And these are actually modified myocytes that are larger than the typical myocytes you'd find. And they also contain more gap junctions um, and desmosomes but they don't have intercalated discs. And the reason they have more gap junctions is for faster conduction of the electrical impulse to ensure that all of the muscles, all of the myocytes of the heart can contract it at the same time. The conduction cells are also higher in glycogen than normal myocytes, and this is to help to maintain the conduction of the electrical impulse of the heart in hypoxia. And for this reason, you'll see them more darkly stained on a periodic acid shift stain. The last type or the last layer um, of the heart is known as the endocardium. The endocardium contains endothelial cells that line the surface of the, the inner surface of the heart. An endothelium is essentially the epithelium of a blood vessel or the heart, and it is almost always simple squamous epithelia or synonymous with simple squamous epithelia. The endothelium of the heart is supported by um, fibrous tissue, which is collagen with a couple of elastin fibers, as well as smooth muscle cells, um, just to allow for co complete contractility when the rest of the heart contracts. What you'll find um, comparing the endocardium of the atria to the ventricles is that in the atria, it's thicker and contains more elastin, whereas in the ventricles, it's slightly thinner and contains less elastin. Um, one of the pathologies that can affect the endocardium itself is ischemia. Now, the problem with ischemia um, and myocardial infarcts in the endocardium is that the endocardium lies right at the end of the blood vessels that supply the heart, which means that if you've got less oxygen than normal or fewer nutrients than normal, um, the endocardium is going to be the last to receive those because the pericardium takes away some of the oxygen and some of the nutrients 
and the myocardium might take away the rest of the oxygen and the nutrients, and then there's nothing left for the endocardium, which is why you can get things like subendocardial uh, myocardial infarcts. And the last thing we're going to talk about today are the valves of the heart, or the, sorry, the histology of the valves of the heart. Histologically, these valves are very similar to the endocardium, um, and they contain fibroelastic, a fibroelastic layer that condenses to form an annulus of the valve surrounding the lamina fibrosa, which is where the papillary, uh, the chordae tendiniae attach to the valves. So the annulus of the valve, whenever you see the word annulus, it just refers to a ring. So the annulus of the valve um, is the part of the valve that actually connects the main body of the valve to the surrounding myocardium. The lamina fibrosa just refers to the flat sheet that is the valve itself. So again, the, the annulus is a ring around the valve and the lamina fibrosa is the ring itself. Covering the lamina fibrosa is an endothelial cell layer and this just helps to, um, to, to line that region and stop any of the um, blood from seeping into the valve itself. And that's all for the valves, oh sorry, for the different layers of the heart today. Stay tuned for our next podcast. So today was put together by our executive producer Gautam and our core editor Cindy. For notes, elective experiences, and much more study resources, visit our website on thecommonrounds.wordpress.com or visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you like our episodes, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot to us. You've been listening to The Common Rounds. I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.